Hello. Hi. Hi. We're going to take this ad break to tell you about our Patreon. Yay. Oh, wow. It is now affordable. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, five bucks, baby. Yeah, five bucks. Uh, is the, it's our highest tier. And with that, you get a bonus episode. Yes. Yeah. We talk, yes. About, talk about Digimon. We yeah. talk about cats. We yeah. talk about Frozen. It's anything we want to talk about that's not Riverdale. We might talk about Witcher, baby. We're going to be rude about it. Yeah. We're going to be rude. You know Uh, us. We're rude as fuck. Also, a $3 tier where we can just shout you out on the podcast. So if you have a birthday coming up, if you love somebody very much and you're like, hey, can you, uh, they love rude dudes. Can you shout us out? We will. If you hate somebody, why not? I'll fucking talk about how much I hate somebody. Oh, we love fucking shit talking. And then also we have a $1 tier, which is just for anybody who wants to uh, contribute every month uh, to us. Uh, Every dollar counts. So if you want to go to patreon.com slash Riverdale Road Dudes. Uh, pick your tier. Pick anything. Uh, we love you either way, and you'll get hear from us, and we'll love you. Yeah, spare a coin to your Rude Dudes. Yes. Oh, Valley of Plenty. <laughs> oh, Valley of Plenty. Yes. And how to do this job safely and not destroy my hands, because I don't want to. It was so well, bad, it spread yeah. to my elbows. Oh, my God. So, oh like, God. I had, like, completely, I had scaly forearms. Fuck this garbage. <laughs> I felt oh, no. like a I felt like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> there she is, everyone. The lizard girl. <laughs> What's up, Rude Dudes? Welcome to the Riverdale Rude Dudes podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything Riverdale. <laughs> My name's Chris, and I'm just a boilerplate contract for death. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh no, I forgot which one I am. It's okay. No. Um, <laughs> you go, Bridget. <laughs> okay, hi. <laughs> My name's Bridget, and it's not just a game, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Candace, yeah. and it's time to play Pick Your Gang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode's insane for so many yes. reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, this episode's wild. So welcome back to Riverdale Road Dudes. We're doing season three, episode 13, Requiem for a Welterweight. And I got the title when I watched this episode. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because it's the welterweight belt, I guess, question mark? I don't know. I guess... Are welterweights just like another word for I boxing? I guess I know it's boxing terms, so I was like, okay, I get it now. I didn't look. I didn't look into it. I didn't look too much into it. Didn't think uh, about it. It's fine. I, if, if you guys can see from my notes, I looked into a lot of things this episode. <laughs> you did. I see. I'm excited to get into it. I did a whole research paper. <laughs> I mean, a lot happens. To be fair. Uh, Josie sings. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Alice almost gets drowned. Uh, Alice gets drowned. Archie, Archie gets into a really boxes. bloody fight. Jughead goes to a meth den. It's wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, not gonna lie, I actually really liked this episode. Yes, I had a lot of grievance with it, but this yes. is sort of like the kooky, ooky, spadooky, kabuki I expect from Riverdale and I desire. Kabuki? <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> honestly, all the characters wear so much makeup, it could be kabuki. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they smackle that shit onto Gladys. Like, Gina Gershon. Does not oh, need yeah. that much makeup, but here we are. Anyways, okay, so should we get started with the episode? Oh, so good. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, please. All right, so we start this episode off, like we do with every episode, with a Jughead intro. But this one's more of a recap of all the G&G shit we've had to deal with, while Gladys just makes Jughead mm-hmm. a little bit of a breakfast. And Jughead and FP are sleeping on the couch while the women take the beds because they're gentlemen. But also, FP has a really bad back. You should probably let him sleep in a bed. And the only one working, right? <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who's working. I mean, Gladys is working, technically. She's working on her drug trade. And so is Jellybean. Jellybean's also working on the drug trade, too, while going to elementary school. Plus, FP is the oldest dad. Somehow, he's 50 when the rest of the parents aren't. Yeah. So- <laughs> what? That's true. Yeah. Wait, what? I know. I don't he's know. he's the same age uh, as Fred. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they also pulled that out of their ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the other day started off right. Jellybean just needs a drink of coffee, and FP's like, ugh, I'm too busy. I can't. Bye. <laughs> oh, I know, but like... 
like any proper caffeine addict, like JB goes, don't even, don't even judge me for my choices. I need at least a half a, you know, half a pot before I'm ready to roll. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go to school and play G and D with my friends. Jesus. Yeah. Dad. And then I gotta go run a gang afterwards. <laughs> I'm busy, Dad. What are you doing? Breaking up your seventh J, you know, gargoyle king this week? Please, I'm <laughs> the gargoyle king. Break. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. And then we cut to Betty having breakfast, and she sees Alice is getting her wedding dress altered, and she's like, "What are you doing that for?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm getting baptized in the farm at the sisters this Sunday." Bye. And Betty's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> I don't." Yeah. You can tell me about this. All of this makes no sense. None of it makes sense. Okay. No. It's first of all the farm. I don't know that it was religious. What? Uh, it's not. Secondly, I mean. Like, I hate the farm. Yeah. I know. I hate the farm, too. It's well, I'm also, like, so shocked because they're like, okay, the last time we saw Betty, her mom just gave all her money away to the farm. Why is she even speaking to yeah, her? I know. Dead. Like, well, I, if I was Betty, would not even interact, right? Yeah. I oh. just ice her out. Your mother is now abusive levels, and you need to stay away from her. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. Also, I would love it's it wild. if Betty's like, are you really allowed to call it a baptism? Aren't you just, like gonna make the christians mad yeah. yeah aren't you just like dunked into some water i don't even know what happens i mean the babies are thrown into fire so like is it a baptism is that what a baptism is <laughs> i've been doing baptism wrong uh and then we cut to ron who gets called into hiram's office like i get called into my mom's room so she can show me a youtube video which is very <laughs> funny <laughs> like, yes hey, Ron, can, can you come in here for a second can you just come in here for a second i gotta say yeah. something and then i just like get shown like a clip of randy rainbow and i'm like get the fuck out of here mom <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, my friend loves Randy Rainbow. This is a great. Wouldn't no, it be like funny if like Hiram That's calls her in and she's like, I just uh I don't know how Twitter works. Can you show me how Twitter works? <laughs> I'm trying to uh what's it called? Um dunk on this other gang member. And he's on Twitter, <laughs> but I don't know how to reply. Can you yeah. show me? <laughs> yeah. Very I'm mom. trying to get the Zoom call to work, honey. I don't know how. There's a man who keeps breaking in and showing us his penis. I don't know. <laughs> Very early Zoom days. I here. love it all. Yeah. So, but uh, but none of this is happening. Hiram's fine with this tech. He just wants to know where all of his equipment's gone. And she doubles down on her mind's excuse yep. that they need to destroy it all for the FBI. Yep. And Hiram's like, I think it's those Jones people. They're they're after me. I know it. And Ron's like, um, they're too stupid to pull off a master scheme like this. I think you're fine. And Hiram's like, no, I know Jughead. He loves scheming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know Jughead, okay? He's my nemesis. He had to come, I hate had that to come boy. from somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He got it from exactly. one of his parents. One of them, yeah. Although I kind of read it a little differently. I think it's like Hiram knows the truth or something, and he knows that Ron's weak. Oh, yeah. Hiram knows everything. He yeah. has private... First of all, his other daughter's a private detective. So he does know everything. It's true. Yeah. Anyways. But then we cut to Archie wanting to skip uh, class to go see a movie with Josie. And Josie's like, I gotta go to a college counter to discuss my non-Juilliard options. Because that was my only plan. And so... But then she wants to hang out after school. And Archie's like, no, I got a box after school. Because I really like it, you know? I get to fight people and it not being a bad oh. thing. Yeah, and I find it was like wild because in the scene, like uh, Josie's like, oh, that's so great. I'm glad to hear you're finally doing something creative with your time. Are you thinking of like trying to go for a scholarship for college? And Archie's like, no, 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 there's no such thing. There's yeah. no such thing as what boxing scholarships. Nah. <laughs> and um, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I immediately Google searched boxing yeah, scholarships. There's like a hundred of them. <laughs> Archie didn't even want to do no. a simple google search i'm sorry all these kids didn't do any research these kids seem to not know anything about schools betty and veronica seem to be the only ones who know anything about going to a school like none of them and, <laughs> even then veronica's a little suspect because she invites them to her cabaret night right <laughs> even then <laughs> betty's the only Veronica's smart not. one but he's like yeah no you apply to harvard yale princeton columbia what like but he's like I'm going to an Ivy League, so I applied to the Ivy Leagues. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And fucking um, Josie's like, only Juilliard. I'm like, there's five billion music programs 
in America yeah. alone. Honestly, a play of Berkeley, it's about. a much more suited program for your needs. Like Berkeley, you can do a lot there. She's stupid. I just love a jo- Josie Warren's Archie, just like, don't hurt your pretty face, because, you know, it's all you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Josie doesn't want to date an uggo and I'm like if that ain't that the yeah, truth <laughs> Josie and me uh, I like how she was just like your face is like growing on me Arch like mold <laughs> <laughs> like dirty dirty mold like black mold it comes into my lungs and infects me <laughs> I really like them yeah I love the relationship and I think it's because this is like the first time we see Archie kind of respecting another person right yeah he respects another person but they also like have actual fun together they're not like uh, I don't know, constantly fighting a mob boss dad. Uh. Yeah, and then having survivor sex immediately afterwards. Yeah. Well, Josie kind of pushes him to be a little bit better than he is. Like, whereas Veronica's like, I don't care that you're stupid, you're hot, well, fuck, and then you just do whatever I say. Whereas Josie's well, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing this because it's harmful to you, so maybe you should be better than yes. this. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, Veronica also, like let's Archie get away with everything. She literally, anything Archie says, she's like, oh my God, yes. Yes, oh my God, you're so amazing. And I'm like, what, girl? No. I know. Not Ugh. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him Where be like that. the end of this episode, Josie actually congratulates Archie for having some dignity. And like, she, she, you know, she's like, you know, in my mind, you did win that fight because you won the moral high ground. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's so weird yeah. they decided to cut this relationship because like, I get it. They well, were like, we they gotta be to like, cut it Josie was going to be Katie on Keen. Katie Keene, right? So they're, so they didn't cut mm-hmm. it. They didn't cut it because they were like, we don't like this. They cut it because they were like, well, we had to have Josie boink Archie before she goes away. So here we go. Here we yeah. Are. But it just makes you realize what a waste. Mm-hmm. What a waste. Yes. But I'm glad we get it now. Yes. Uh, but we move on from this and we cut to Betty venting the Jughead about her mom shutting her out of her life now, which I'm like, make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be included in this mm-hmm. farm stuff or not? Because like, don't be mad that your mom's shutting you out. She also stole your money. So fuck her. Right. Yeah. Fuck your mom. Yeah. She sucks. And then also Betty tells him that she did all this research on the farm and couldn't find anything on Edgar. And uh, of course, because Edgar's off the grid and crazy. And Jughead tells her that she should pretend to be part of the farm stuff and just to keep tabs on her mom, which he's not wrong. And Betty's like, ugh, I don't want to sit through a fucking dress fitting. <laughs> and then we cut to Jughead uh, entering gang club to find it being a boys club because all the girls are going to pretty poisons. <laughs> <laughs> I just was also like, question mark, what girls? We've never seen any women in this gang besides Tony. I know. This gang is very sexist. It's only Tony. And only because she's a legacy. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, but Jughead, it's like, don't worry, I have a plan. I'm just going to invite Tony back and everything's going to go back to normal. But, you know, you banish her. So it's not going to be an easy task, man. Like, you got to go no, come to the table pissed. with a little bit more. She's pissed at you. <laughs> yeah, she's pissed at you. And he goes in with, like, literally nothing. But we'll get there when we get there. Uh-huh. Um, and then we cut to Archie training with Tom at the boxing gym. Turns out Archie sucks at boxing. Doesn't matter that he fought a bear has all this underground fight club experience. Apparently, regular boxing it actually requires some technique. And Archie's like, I want to just punch stuff. Yeah, can I punch things? I punched a bear once, Tom. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the time? <laughs> Have you seen my scars? Because they're right here. Yeah. Listen, man, just let me fight. You'll see it. You'll see it. And Tom's like, no, you're not going to fight until you learn technique. And Archie's like, yep. that fucking sucks. You know, what does, you know who doesn't appreciate Fuck technique? Techniques. The bears. Bears don't appreciate technique. <laughs> they go wild. Uh, and then we cut to Ron giving Gladys her payment. And she tells her that Hiram's suspicious of her. And Gladys is like, all right, just give me the dirt and I'll ease up on your debt. And Ron's like, I don't want to give you dirt. And Gladys is like, but you want your dad out. So if you help me, I can get your dad out. And Ron's like, all right, you're not wrong. Oh, I love these scenes with Gladys and Ron. Because yes. like this is the first time where... Finally, an adult realizes that Ron is just putting on this crazy front, acting all mafioso, and is a teenage girl. Yes. And so yeah. she's just rat playing her. She's playing her left, right, and center. And it is my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's so easy for her. She's like, you're a teenage girl. I was there. I was exactly like you were when you were a teen. So I know exactly what to, how to push your buttons. Yep. Yeah, it just feels like it's like a true legitimate threat. Although, A, it doesn't make sense, like you said previously, Chris, to, you know, her actual storyline in the first few seasons. But like, right? well, it's like, why is she a mastermind of evil? Why did she leave Riverdale? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, why? Like, why? What? Like, what was their point? Your So your husband drank. Like... Just stay there and keep 
selling drugs, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, then we come back to the boxing gym where Elio's just looking for somebody to fight this Randy Ronson. And Archie's like, oh, you want someone to guy. fight? I can fight. And Elio's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, but you need to lose. Archie's like, um, I won against a bear. I don't think losing for me is really that easy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of the weight class bear, but like it's the top tier. Yeah, I'm top tier. (laughs) Bigger than me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a grizzly, not like a little black bear that was terrified of me and I punched it first, but it was like aggressing me. It looked at me funny. (laughs) You're looking at me funny. I'll punch you. (laughs) He was like, (laughs) I love a wild card. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. But I feel Elio's just like, I'll pay you to throw the fight. And Archie's like, oh, shit, just give me that money. And Elio gives him money. Then he's like. Oh, fuck. Now I gotta lose. (laughs) Also, why do you have 2.5K on you at all times? Like, (laughs) you have $2,500 on you? Just, like, casually, just like, here you go. It's like, what do you mean? (laughs) I bet it wasn't even, like, that much, though. He was like, this boy doesn't look like he knows how to count. I'll just hand him a random stack of ones. Right? Yeah. It's just like a $1 bill wrapped in Monopoly money. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. Aww. Just, like. I could board, buy Boardwalk Avenue now. Yay! <laughs> One park place, please. And just throws the money down. And <laughs> oh, They're boy. like, sir, this is a bank. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut from this to Ron expressing concerns for Hiram's drug business. And she wants him to go clean yep. and build a prison empire and profit up the opioid crisis. And Hiram's like, oh, yep. I can profit up the opioid crisis by selling drugs and then putting those sellers in jail. And I just win. Which I'm like, no, that's worse. But I'm also, he's like, I'm going to take over the ghoulies. And I'm like, you're going to need a flashier fur coat than you already have, bud. It's true. Your collar isn't high enough. Like, no. um, But I did a quick, um, so I did a quick, real, some quick research here. I'm like, how much, (laughs) how much does someone (laughs) actually earn a year um, owning a private prison versus uh, a drug empire? And it's not like there's clear numbers because they don't really have like exact numbers of how much a drug cartel can make. Mm -hmm. But they have lots of math for um, uh, of how much a private prison makes because it's very legal and plays on the system. And although I guess Hiram was thinking he could like run both sides, it just doesn't really make any sense why he didn't want to like jump on getting that prison going. Because here's the thing. Basically, you can charge 150 person like from the government. You can charge $150 per day per prisoner. So doing the quick math, if you have 100 people for 365 days in the prison, that's over $5 million in one year of revenue. Ah. Also, you can cut costs of, like, actually running the prison, right? Like, you can use the good, pro, you know, have the... uh, uh, the inmates do a lot of the jobs, mm-hmm. right? Like cooking, cleaning. And then you really just have to pay like staff, like wardens and guards for the most part. But you can cut a lot of costs by like having the system have to, you know, work itself because of the inmates, which are essentially do <laughs> free labor, right? Because <laughs> they're in prison. They can't complain, unfortunately. And now here's the other thing. It's super incentivized by the government for private prisons to maintain very high quotas because if not, they get penalized if they're not at a certain level of capacity. So on top of that, he has there's a lot more like incentive uh, and it's like contributed by the government to keep the prisons as full as possible. Mm -hmm. So like I feel like he could just play the game where he lets Gladys set everything up, just keep track of her, you know, all of her whereabouts and then just keep, you know, he doesn't have to run the drug cartel as well. He can slowly gain traction through it by having the prison system because he's so well connected between both worlds. Right. It just doesn't make any sense why he's like, no, Veronica, drug only. I must have drug empire. And you're like, no, you have a private prison can make you. I did like if you have a thousand <laughs> inmates, over $54 million a year. You can make so much money on a single prison. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like, and here's the crazy part. A hundred percent legal. Fully legal. You have no <laughs> worries or qualms. You don't have to pay any governors off to like keep this shit hole running. You just got to keep it full. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my God. So like, He's why wild. take the risk? He loves crime. Like, why? <laughs> 
a small drug operation versus very legal and unfortunately easily exploitable through the legal system prison system like this is the craziest thing he's just like nah drugs will make me more money so i'm just saying Hiram is bad at business and ron is actually right in this situation uh and that was and, my <laughs> research <laughs> i'm so proud of you well at the end of the day Hiram's trash and will never be a white collar criminal so yes absolutely fuck him I mean, he loves to go out there and to punch it. Like, he thinks he's Batman. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. see in later seasons, he's just like, I'm Batman. Yep. And you're like, wait, what is happening? No. Ugh. <laughs> Idiots. Okay. Well, speaking of gangs, um, <laughs> we cut the Jughead offering Tony to come back to the gang. And she's like, okay, yep. I'll come back, but I want to be queen. And Jughead's like, um, no. And Tony's like, fine, then I'm not coming back. And Jughead's like, oh, what are the pretty poisons doing for you that we can't? She's like... I'm queen. Like I don't know what's. Yeah, tons. Yeah, like, I, have a, what? I have a community. I'm queen. I run a gang. I have leadership. Like, fuck you. And then leaves. We're all queer. And like, we all know how to use bows and arrows. Like, I know. We're getting free archery lessons. It's great. Sounds awesome just, to me. <laughs> yeah. It's a sense of community that I've always wanted, you know, that, that I had while I was poor. But now I'm rich and I have a sense of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get all the benefits of being poor without actually being poor. So. Fuck you, Jughead. And he's like, yeah, God, you're right. <laughs> well, I will. You know what? I'll say one thing for Jughead, though, because Tony's like, I want to be queen. I'm legacy. It's like, well, I mean, Betty is also legacy. I'm not saying that she should be queen. She's not very good at it. But <laughs> if legacy is your argument, shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Well, she's only queen by virtue of being Jughead's girlfriend. And she's not actually doing anything yes. that's helpful for the serpents. She so does it's like... nothing for them. Also, I'm just trying to think, when was she made queen? Uh, the beginning of... Season I mean, three. Sorry, the end of season two, right? The beginning of season three, yeah. Yeah, they remember when they were at that hotel room and he's like, do you want to be my queen? And she's like, of course. So it's only like a name yeah, this title. Bit, this could... bitch has $23 to his name and he's like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Five seasons. Plus, <laughs> also, at this point, you're losing people faster than you're gaining them. You're losing a lot of gang members and gang members, which is like a big loss for a gang. And your yep. gang's only as strong as its number base. So, and like, also, you're not very good at running this gang, Jughead. I'm sorry. No, you're a serpent king, but you're an idiot. Yeah, Tony's pulled off a successful gang. Uh, she's running it yep. very well. They've already made a name for themselves. Yep. They're all getting trained in archery, which is a skill that's useful for gangs because it's very unorthodox, right. but it's a method of killing. Um, like, uh-huh. just have Tony come in, be queen, <laughs> do all the grunt work that yep. you don't want to do, and then you take all the credit for it, because you're ultimately king and will get all the credit for it. Whereas Tony will come in, yes. feel like she's important, bring all of her pretty poisons with her, and also, uh, all your gang gets better, because they all learn archery, and they all learn a skill, so. Yep. Yeah, a useful skill. All I'm saying is Jughead is really stupid for not <laughs> being like, oh yeah, sure, whatever, that doesn't really matter to me. Like, I'm sure Betty yes, will be, like, fine with it, because Betty's also, like... I don't do anything. That's cool. Like, as long as you don't fuck her, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've decided I'm the Griffin Queen anyway. So that's like my other kin. So you can be the Snake Queen. Yeah. That can be your other kin. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Yes. It's real easy. Well, we're good at democ- diplomacy. None of these children are. No, they're not. <laughs> Somebody help these kids. <laughs> uh, speaking of helping this kid, we cut to Betty who needs desperate help. <laughs> Because she's at this dress fitting with Evelyn and Polly. And Alice is like, ugh. Like, Alice is like, ooh, isn't this just pretty? And Betty's like, I I don't care. Like, it looks great. This sister wives thing really creeps me out. I know. Evelyn's like, I can't wait to dick down your mother and she'll become my sister wife mom. I can't wait. And you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. And then also Alice gives over a boilerplate contract that excludes her from suing the farm if she dies. And Betty's like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? And Alice is like, oh, I've signed worse things. It's like, no, you haven't. (laughs) Yes, she has at the 23 hour fitness. (laughs) 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 Though I will say... She's like, I sold my life away to good life. So (laughs) this is nothing. (laughs) My favorite thing about the detail about the 23 hour fitness is that is they keep it open for 23 hours. Then they close it for only one hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do they do during that one hour? Yeah. (laughs) Somebody just like, do they leave? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking insane. <laughs> I know. Anyways. Oh, so 
funny. But yeah, but Betty's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And Polly's like, stop ruining this for our mother. And Betty's like, okay, fine. If she dies, it's on you. And Polly's like, it's okay, mom. She'll understand soon. And it's like, no, she won't. You're about to die. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I thought this was like a really fun, like, oh, yeah, she's being a really, I mean, contrary, obviously the audience is sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I guess she's going to, we know they're trying to kill her, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're getting that sense, right? But for all we know, it's like she's just going to get her head a little wet. And I just love this (laughs) line where it's like, fine. Get her head a little wet. But if she dies... Her blood is on your hands, Polly. It's just like so dramatic and such a good teenager line. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's so oh, yeah. dramatic. <laughs> like it's so ridiculous and dramatic. Oh, yeah. um, I wish maybe if like they weren't always right all the time, it would be really funny if the teenagers acted like teenagers and then it turns out Riverdale is actually normal. It's just these kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know? well, these kids have a problem. Oh, yeah. It's definitely these kids only. That's why yeah. Miss Bell Everything fucking happens to them. That's why Miss Bell fucking comes in guns a blazing and goes, you five are assholes. <laughs> you yeah. cause all of our problems. All of them. Seriously. Whatever. Uh, and then we cut to Ron telling Gladys that Hiram wants to take over the ghoulies. And she's like, all right, I'll get my neon out. I'll sway these ghoulies. Yep. She's wild. And then we cut to Tom who's pissed that Archie took a fight with a heavyweight champion Ron Ronson, who fights dirty, and and Tom's like, I'm giving you an ultimatum: either cancel your fight or find a new coach. I would oh love God, it if like Tom. Archie was like, Oh, I thought I was fighting John Ronson, British journalist. Oh no, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, you thought Boris Johnson? It's like, no, Archie. Why do you know about politics now? <laughs> Right? Jesus Christ. Archie, you walked out of the SATs. Why do you know all this stuff? But also, I hate how Archie's just so resistant to good men giving him good advice. Mm-hmm. I know, but he sure loves listening to a bad man giving him bad advice. He gets a little little boner for it. Absolutely. It's Ugh, his favorite. I hate it. It's so awful. Just take these good advice from these good men. Uh, then we cut to Cheryl teaching the pretty poisons how to do archery, and they're all pretty good at it. Which archery's a hard skill to master, and they're all hitting that target, which is a good thing. Oh, I was gonna say you do not want to go up against Cheryl during the Hunger Games. Holy shit, she'll just kill them all. I know, I know. she's crazy. She's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, she got the skills. Um, in a post-apocalyptic world, do you want Cheryl on your team? Yes. Oh, also one more thing. It's kind of weird because it's kind of like a Hamilton moment but <laughs> through Cheryl, because <laughs> she's kind of like basically giving them the Ten Commandments of how to shoot, right? Yes. Like the the yeah. aim your gun, aim no higher. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way she's saying it too, it's like I am a drill sergeant. Yes. This is my speech, so I don't know. Weirdly we, Hamilton esque. <gasps> and that has been <laughs> Hamilton, Hamilton moments. Work, work. <laughs> oh, how I missed you! I missed um, it so much. <laughs> Tony comes in and tells Cheryl that all about Jacket's offering to rejoin the serpents, and she's like, "Ugh, I hate that little asshole. I just want to put him in his place." And Cheryl's like, "Oh, don't worry." I'll put him in their place. And then yep. she goes after Swangs, which I know. What a so what mean. a fucked up move. Like, what the hell, Cheryl? Yeah. Don't you hurt our boys. And Cheryl's mm-hmm. Cheryl, you know these boys. What are you doing? Don't hurt these boys. They didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I know. Go, go, go have your beef uh, with Jughead. Leave Swangs alone. Mm-hmm. They're just out here oh, yeah. having um, a fun friend day that pops, and you just come up and beat them up. But also, when we cut to Gladys, uh, who's like, fuck, Swang's got beat up by a bunch of pussies. Like, they're all just, like, scratched up. And it's like, hey, that's hard. That's, like, really me. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a fist fight. It was, like, they scratched them. They, like, clawed them. That's, yeah. That hurts a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is not what happened in the ADR. No. Because, like, oh, this is, like, the scene. Okay, I have so many issues with this scene, too. So you, get, <laughs> you have, like, Cheryl going. Um, oh, yeah, no. The ADR in the scene goes, has, like, very cartoonish punching sounds. so... Yes, like they're clearly being punched, but there's not just that. There's a weird delay before the boys start reacting. Cause like how, when you get smucked, like he would be like, ow, like immediately, right? Yeah. But there's like a half second too long before the boys start react. Like there's about six or seven punches start flying and then they go, ah, ah. Yep. (laughs) So this is like what the timing is like, right? It's like. (laughs) Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Three punches, at least three also, or four punches were thrown. I just love the boys being like, wow, we can't hit girls. Why are they hitting us? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Then apparently they clawed their faces off. Like, what is happening in this scene? I know. That's what women do with their manicures. All this budget to make these shows look good, and yet they have literally nothing for the sound design. Like, what is happening? I know. Who who did Uh, this? I don't know. Did they edit this? Like, what's happening? I sounded that it should be fired and replaced with me. Yes. Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah. But uh, so, yeah. So Gladys is like, fuck, these these pussies got beat up by the pretty poisons. Jughead, you need to do fucking something. And she's yep. like, go, go, go court those little ghoulies, those little ghoulies. Jughead's like, they're no. fucking nuts. No way I'm doing she's that. She's like, they're on drugs, mom. I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And then we cut to Cheryl painting her little nails. And Tony's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's wrong with you? You beat up my best friends. And Cheryl's like, well, you wanted to, to, something to happen. And Tony's like, no, Cheryl, let me tell you what's up. I'm the top. I say what's good. You got me? Yeah. Cheryl's like, all right, you're the top. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. you can tell Cheryl's like, oh, yeah, you weren't the top last night. Uh. <laughs> 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 and Tony's like, what was that? And she's like, nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I'll get you later. <laughs> She paints her nails. Imagine she's a goblin little girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Josie inviting Archie to play guitar with her at the Bon Wee. And Archie's like, I can't. I got to lose a fight that night. And Josie's like, wait, no. Archie, you should respect yourself a little bit more. You really think you're worth $5,000? You're worth way more than that. And you shouldn't sell yourself short. And it's like, wow, Josie, good advice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. He's She's like, do you think that bear thought you were only worth $5,000 when you punched it out? And he's like, oh, you've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> I really do ship them. Uh. I know. Best ship. Best ship only ship. Uh, and then, yeah. And then we cut to Betty telling Kevin about Alice joining a cult. And she's like, I've done so much research and everybody had their lives ruined by this cult. And Kevin's like, I don't know. I hear the farm fucks. So I'm. So don't be so close-minded. Oh. It's so true. He's so horny. He's like, I got to go there. I don't know, man. Yeah. But like, in all fairness, the previous episode, Kevin was kidnapped by his would-be boyfriend's dad in order to, you know, scare the gay out of him. Mm -hmm. And Betty has not checked in with him. No. Betty is now bad Fred TM. Oh, my God. I know. Betty has turned into Archie here. (laughs) Betty. Because, like, I don't think Kevin, how would Kevin, like, this is so traumatic. And yes. Betty's like, we got to take this out. I need you to go in and do some, like, serious spying for me. And he's like, haven't you, you haven't even asked me how I'm doing. My boyfriend just broke up with me. This happens twice. I almost yeah. got branded. This happens <laughs> twice when Betty tries to get people to do her dirty work for her. Twice. She gets fucking Kevin in there. Kevin turns into, like, Kevin goes to the farm. Then she gets Cheryl in there. Cheryl goes to the farm. I'm like, guy. Do your own work. Yeah. Stop getting these people to do shit for you. They're not collateral damage. Yeah, <sighs> and also maybe get friends who are like not super um, insecure and like going through horrible transitions in their life. Right? Like maybe get your most mentally strong friend to do it, or like Reggie, because Reggie I think is just down to do Why anything. Why didn't she? I just <laughs> oh, yeah. shouldn't get her or Jughead, like two people who wouldn't get involved in that way. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jughead for sure, because I think Jughead loves a hates authority. Yes. B <laughs> loves to fuck shit yes. up. So oh. like he would and be also, the perfect person. C loves to go undercover. <laughs> yes, he loves a performance. He's like, I'll go. Yes. Oh my god, he loves it so much. He will die. He'll pretend to die. <laughs> like, I, know. He's like, <laughs> I know. Oh god. Guys, yeah. What the fuck? Betty, stop it. Um, speaking of Jughead, we got the Jughead confronting FP about taking on the ghoulies for more numbers, and yep. he needs FP not to arrest anybody for their crimes. And FP's like, uh-huh. did Gladys put you up to this? Jughead's like, no. And FP's like, I know, Jug- <laughs> all right, I see through you. I'll do it, whatever. I know, Jughead, like, I mean, uh, FP knows Gladys. He was married to her. He's like, that two-time bitch. Like, it's I like, know. hey, she may have left me, but I highly encouraged it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I became an alcoholic so that it could be the long plan to get her out of my life? Oh, my God. Ain't that the truth, though? I know. Yeah. And then we cut to Hiram asking Hermione uh, if she's talked to Governor Dooley recently. And she's like, um, 
no, why? Is that what you pulled out all that rum to invite her over? And he's like, oh, no, I'm having Gladys over for a little talk about drugs and we're going to drink alcohol. And they're like, yeah, right? oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to Rod confronting Gladys about uh, her meeting with Hiram. And she's like, if you fucking tell anybody, I'll tell Jughead. And then Gladys just laughs and laughs because she knows she's like, mm-hmm. ha, do you think Jughead's going to kill me? Little does she know yeah. what Jughead has been doing since she's been gone. <laughs> right? Jughead yeah. would for sure murder her. I love how she's like, you think you can turn the trombolo against me? Well, guess what? I gave birth to the trombolo. Yeah, I so. made the trombolo. <laughs> I made the trombolo. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I like how Maybe. Gladys is like, oh, so good. So manipulative, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I love how Ron's just like, well, things could get messy for you if you don't uh, do what I say. And Gladys is like, um, excuse me, I'm the top. And then walks out and Ron's like, oh, yeah, you're the top. Man, we'll top you last night. She's like, what was yeah, that? Yeah. She's like, I think. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, man, we are bringing a yeah. lot back this episode. It's great. Um, and then we cut to Archie trying to give Elio his money back to get out of this fight. And Elio's like, um. I don't take no for an answer because I got bets on this fight. And if the people mm-hmm. that don't yeah. make more money off these bets are going to come after you. I, I secretly think it's not this. It's that he paid for, a, you know, a Facebook advertisement and he just doesn't want to cancel it. because He just doesn't. He knows he's never going to see that money back again. So we got to go through with it. Oh I know. God. That's all it is. Yeah. But he's like, if you try to win, uh, Ronson over here will fucking kick your ass. And Archie's like. Oh no, <laughs> he's bigger than a bear and more smart. <laughs> more smart. It's just like, oh man, I thought I was gonna face off against Ron Swanson. I love Parks and Rec. <laughs> like Archie, where are these references coming from? <laughs> and then they cut the Jughead sitting down with the last remaining ghoulie. Which, like, how sad is this sight? This guy is just like. I just, I just like wearing the jacket and want to be part of something, but nobody will come and be, wear all these jackets that I made. Nobody wants to hang out with me. <laughs> um, I love that. This is Vern the Ghoulie. <laughs> Vern. Vern the Ghoulie. Where's we'll his never story? never see him again, I don't think. Yeah. I know. He seems pretty straight for like a guy who like doesn't probably is, I don't know, ghoulies seem to be defined by their drug use. Yep. So like he seems pretty good, like lucid. Looks like he's got a, good, a lot of good stuff going. I mean, the Ghoulies are the gay gang, uh, as the Pretty Poisons is the lesbian gang. Yes. Yeah, the I agree. Are the gay gang, so he's just like, I want to be around other gays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think Kevin will join? He's really horny. <laughs> then what happened to Malachi? Is he still in jail? I thought he got popped, like he was like free from jail. Maybe Malachi did um, what most people do in a small town. Maybe he graduated from high school and he left. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like a normal student at like UC. Like, <laughs> like, you know, he gets to be free to wear as much sequins as he wants at the University of Iowa. So Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got my credits, extra credits from my gang club. I gotta go. Yeah. Proud of him. I had a really compelling essay to get in. <laughs> wow. You know what? That's it. Uh, but also Vern tells them that all the ghoulies joined the uh, Gargoyle gang because they were just looking for another gang. Because uh, they got cool masks. And Jughead's like, all right. Where are they? And it's a good time to take a break. Yay! 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 Welcome to the break portion of our podcast, but Mm, instead of a break, mm. we're going to let you know about the TV Collab. A live stream app for TV fans. Yeah, it's an online community where you can... Follow friends, uh, share content, and, uh, you know, talk about your favorite shows. Yeah. Such as Riverdale. What? Yeah. That's what you're listening to right now. Do you guys like Riverdale? I mean, we might like Riverdale. Maybe. But have you ever listened to this podcast being like, hey, I wish I could talk to them right now and tell them my MVPs or favorite moments from the show. You can. Yeah. Because <laughs> we will go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can uh, watch us recapping the most recent episode of Riverdale. Yeah. And if you want, you can also uh, comment live with us. And we'll probably respond to it because I we're would... delighted anytime we see a comment. I would literally love it if you talked to us 
while we were live streaming. Oh my God, that would be the best thing. That would be yeah, sick we'd as happily hell. to take your questions, your answers, and concerns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know uh, there's a lot of concerns. Oh, yeah. endlessly. But yeah, please give us a follow. Download the TV Co app wherever you can find uh, apps on your interwebs. That includes uh, Apple apps and Google apps. Yeah, and don't forget to follow us on the TV Co app and tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the most recent episode of Riverdale recap of season of four. Season four. four. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Back to the episode. All right, guys. So it's here. We have merch. 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 Yeah, if you go to tpublic.com slash rude dude, you can find all of our merch. So you want to rep your favorite Hamilton moment. Yeah. You want to be a baddie yaddy? Yeah. Go for it. You want to be a bisexual king? Yes. Go for it. Uh, Do you rep want to your... argue in front of your salad? Yeah. Yes. Not in front of my salad. Not in front of no. my salad. Yeah. If you think Archie's a bad friend and you want to, or you just want to be a rude dude, uh, you can go to our T Public site and uh, all of our designs are up there. We're going to upload more. Uh, we have seven up there right now. Uh, you can get anything from t-shirts to hoodies Yay. to tote bags to phone cases to mugs. Yes, you get, get a mug, baby. Stuff. Drink out of our Rude Dude. Drink your exactly. coffee. So uh, go to tpublic.com slash Rude Dude and get uh, all your merch there. Uh, and do that. And we're back. Yeah. Yay, yeah. Back yeah. in it. And Jughead goes to the Gargoyle Gang hideout. Mm-hmm. And it's the meth house of horrors. <laughs> There's dolls hanging from the ceilings. People are playing G&G. People are under blankets doing drugs, I think. There's Coldplay playing in the background. I know, it's awful. Uh, so then he goes up to Kurt, their leader. And it's like, Jughead's like, okay, I'm going to level with you, man. King to king. Uh, I, need, I need numbers. So if you want to join my gang, you can have immunity from everything. And Kurt's like, you're not a king. My king is the law. I don't need protection from the law. I have immunity. And Jughead's like, oh, right. I forgot. You still play this stupid little fucking game that we've <laughs> all abandoned. Bitch. And Kurt's like, you think it's a game? You think it's a game? You're not a king. You're not a king. I'm a king. We're living a prophecy. <laughs> the Gargoyle King will decide who gets sacrificed and who will ascend. And Jughead's like, Oh, God, is this how I was? I was a nightmare. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Uh, nothing is more humbling than seeing like, how much you fell into, uh, you know, he's like, oh, God, this oh is. Oh, God, was this yeah. me? When you see cringe in real life, you're like, yikes. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, Jughead, you faced your worst nightmare. You're a self in a K-hole. <laughs> G&G. <laughs> That... <laughs> he's like oh god that was awful uh, i'm so sorry to all of so the friends funny. who had to deal with this um i'm um, cut to archie going to tom uh and begging him to train him for a fight because he knows he's not ready to fight and he doesn't want to die and tom's like fuck yep. okay i'll help you not die you little idiot <laughs> damn it Fine, god Ugh, but you know what he loves being a dad He's just like, yes, oh, I'll dad, does. I'll dad for you. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Good dad. Good dad's in the show. He finally understands. He's like, fuck, I'll go to this good dad now. Yeah. And then we cut to yep. Ron joining in on Hiram and Gladys' meeting. And Hiram's like, you get the fuck out of here. And Gladys is like, ah, she's pretty. Let her join. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. And Gladys just wants Hiram to stay out of her way while she runs her drug business. And he's like, no, I want drugs. Mm-hmm. I want drugs. And then Gladys is like, Okay, fine. <laughs> and just as about Glass is about to spill those beans, Ron's like, um, Dad, I'll work with you. Like your dream. And Hiram's like, my dream. Okay, I'll do it. But I need prisoners. <laughs> and Gladys is like, all right, I can I can do that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to need you to arrest some of those uh, drug dealers. But little does he know that FP's already not going to arrest any serpents that deal drugs. So here we are. Uh-oh. Yep. Sorry. And then Gladys is suspicious of Her- uh, Hermione, and Hiram's like, oh, don't worry. She won't be a problem either way. And Ron's like, wait, what does that mean? Wait, what? No, don't cut away. Don't cut away. And then we cut to Betty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to note that my favorite thing about Gladys in this scene, because I keep saying these things, is just like how she kind of is a mom in all of these. Like she's doing like a clearly like she's, weird mom. She's a mom. She's yeah. doing like a, a mafia dealing. And then she goes, absolutely freaking lootly <laughs> my boy gets straight A's. And you're like, what is it? Who is this woman? Who are you? Yeah. yeah. 
He's a wild oh, yeah, card. Goddess is great. But Goddess is, yeah, the one true good mom in this in this town, even though she is a drug kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Karen's come in all flavors. Yep. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah, uh and we cut to Betty calling some ex farmies trying to get some information. They're all like, You don't you leave me the fuck alone. Then someone's just like, Okay, I'll meet with you, but in private, because the farm is everywhere. And Betty's like, All right, okay, fine, whatever, I'll meet with you. I got just the place, our secret sex bunker. Uh, like, Betty probably should have looked up first, be like, how to deal with cults? Because, yeah, right? this is like, ugh, man, you imagine a teenager reaches out to you being like, hi, I'm doing a murder mystery podcast, and I heard about your trauma. Can you come on my pod and talk about it? Right? <laughs> you know no. what I mean? Like, it's stuck. <laughs> just bad. Just a bad way of dealing with Awful. it. I don't know. Yeah, You're not wrong. Uh, and then we cut to Elio, who's happy that Archie just showed up in his own robe because he's like, fuck, I've lost so many robes doing this. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he owes <Yes>. so many. <laughs> so many robes. Do you think he gets them from Alice? Mm-hmm. Like he starts running out, so he has to like borrow Alice's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the side story we just never see is Elio and Alice, Alice have this really cute business relationship where she just loans him his robes. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, but then Archie reminds him through his obvious bear scars that are right, right in our fr- face that he's not gonna take the fall and he's gonna win. Elio's like, okay, fine, fucking do it. Yep. <laughs> and then Archie gives him his money back. Yeah, he's like, no deal. And then Elio's like, okay, fine, Ronson, go fucking kill him. Then Ronson's like, okay, I'm gonna prove how scared yeah. I am by punching this bag super hard. And then he punches it and it really doesn't move. Because he's on drugs. He's just on drugs, crazy. Crazy, Crazy drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You like imagine that Archie leaves. He's like, uh, yeah, well, I, uh, I'll top you. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm, I'm the top. <laughs> and Ronson's like, no, I'm the top. And Archie's like, okay, no, I'm the I'm top. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then because the Junkhead, but going back to his family defeated because he's just like, God, I'm so yeah. sorry I was the worst, you guys. Like, I saw what I became. <laughs> And FP's just like, it's okay. Just eat your yeah. food. Yeah, it's like, don't worry, kid. You're allowed to be cringy, you know? Yeah. We all have our cringe mm-hmm. phase. Yeah. Yep. As long as you didn't post anything on the internet about it. And our Jughead's like, oh, no. My Facebook was nothing but D&D Because it was all D&D TikTok. Yeah. Because it TikTok where he's just TikTok dancing to all the G&G songs. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like a Tumblr just dedicated to G and G. Like he's just like, oh. So we cut to Betty interviewing Martha, this ex farmy, about her time at the farm, and she's like, oh, I left because my sister died because yes. she ascended. And then Betty gets triggered because she's like, what? Ascension? G and G? Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah she starts running and she's just screaming my mom's gonna get ascended <laughs> <laughs> of course leaves martha down in the bunker i know yeah she just leaves martha she's like, yeah she didn't do her baptism and betty's like that's happening right now and betty runs away like, i have to go uh don't touch my candles you think this poor woman's like should i just yeah do you want me to take these candles out there seems to be a really intensive organizational process of whose candles are whose in this bunker. Um, should I change the sheets while I'm down here? Because it stinks of teen sex. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure you're not well, a sex cult? This is weird. <laughs> I'm going to light these uh, 23 candles I found marked Cheryl. <laughs> uh, this bunker smells of sex and death, much like the farm. Oh, God, this is triggering me now. I got to go. <laughs> I need to stop going on every podcast opportunity that I can. <laughs> I just got to focus oh, on my memoir. Poor Martha. I know, poor Martha. Uh, uh, because the Josie's digging at Le Bon Wee while Archie boxes. Now it's time for like, oh, yeah. Now it's time for a musical montage where Josie sings, we don't need yes. another hero while Archie boxes. Tom uh-huh. gives him some solid box advice and they start fighting. And while Betty runs and calls her phone, which is like, Betty, she's doing yep. a baptism. Her, her phone's going to be off. <laughs> like, But Josie looks amazing here, so that's the highlight. And then Archie makes it past round three, and Josie comes to support him. And then he's got everything that he needs to win in round four. And then yes. Ronson headbutts him like an asshole, and Archie, Archie's so bloody. And Tom's like, okay, I'm going to need you to KO, man. Got to do this right now. And he can do it. And then he does, but 
the announcer announces that Ronson wins, and Tom's like, "That's fucked. You won. Don't yep. worry, you won. It's fucking rigged. My boy won." My and boy you're won. like, "Well, I don't know, man. I don't know much about boxing, but he did lose a lot of points in that first round, right? Like he got the crap kicked out of him. This is true. He only yeah. technically yeah. won the third round, so it sounds like, although pretty close, Ronson got more hits in. So it was like a legal win." Yeah, whatever. Yep. I don't know. This is like the crazy thing about boxing as a sport. It's like you could like still be standing. I don't know. Look at Rocky. He's like, he was the people's choice. The people's choice. You know, <laughs> but he still lost. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, and then we cut to Evelyn, who's running Alice's baptism. And Polly's just like, all right, mom, just step into this oh. Dollarama bin bathtub that we bought. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, crap, the sticker's still on it. Like, she starts rubbing uh, at it. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then Polly drowns her mom, which, you know what? Must have been very cathartic for her, because she's just like, you sent yeah. me to the sisters. Right. And then Alice drowns, and Betty comes running run again, yep. and it's like, pull her out of the water, you motherfucker. And, Betty, and Polly's like, oh, God, oh, God. And she's not breathing, so Betty does CPR and saves her mom. Which, like, one, mm -hmm. Betty, what are you doing? Ah! And also, Alice. I mean, it's pretty traumatic. It's so traumatic. This is terrifying. Yes. It's like, what are you, what are you, I don't, uh, this is the scariest thing that this show's ever done, is, like, drowning Alice. I know, it's terrifying. On camera. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, it's so fucked. Yeah. And Betty's like, call the, call an ambulance. And Polly's like, should I? To Evelyn? And Evelyn's like, don't you dare fucking call an ambulance. And they all just, like, all these women are just standing there in yep. their white dresses just doing this thing. And it's like, she's going to die, you idiots. Like, what the fuck? Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. But they're not even stopping Betty from preventing her from dying, too. Because, like, that's the point, no, right? Like, it's, this like, doesn't make any, like, well, ugh, they, fine. they know that Betty will save her. So they're like, well, we'll get off the hook for this because nobody's going to fucking yeah. talk, right? So, so Alice yep. gets saved. She gets baptized. And Betty loses ultimately Ugh. for saving her mom so yes which yeah and then we cut to josie waiting for archie after his fight and he's like oh fuck your face no uh <laughs> i know the She's prophecy like, oh, came God. true yeah and then archie asked her to how her show went she's like oh i fucking crushed and uh but also i'm really proud of you because you didn't throw the fight and you also almost won which is great and she shows and she rewards him yep. the only way he knows how with sex which, like, you're yep. going to tear up all those open wounds. What are you doing? That's not safe. Don't have sex right now. He's going to bleed all over you. I'm I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them for having sex. Yeah. I love it. Do you think he, like, turns to her and goes, like, so can I top this time? And she's like, sure. As a treat. She's <laughs> 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 just like, yes. <laughs> she goes, you know what? You can. This one. You did it. As a treat. Yes. You deserve it. You deserve it this deserve time. It, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and we cut to Hiram talking with Hermione and Ron about his conversation with Governor Dooley. Apparently, Hermione gave him a donation yep. around the time he got shot. All of his stuff uh, got burnt. So, like, what's going to happen? And then Ron comes in and saves her mom from getting murdered. And she takes the blame for burning his drug empire. Yep. And Hiram's like, all right, just give me $75,000 and we're square. And she's like... All right, I can deal with that. I got millions lying around, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, so it was $75,000. Now we actually have a price tag of how much his drug empire was worth. Yet, and that was like, what, a year's worth of making drug production and manufacturing and equipment? Like, a prison is going to make you way more money. I'm just going to hammer back the point. <laughs> I did the math. You can make $5.4 a year. Yep. <laughs> I'm running a prison <laughs> with a hundred people in it. Yeah, I'm trying to help them. I know Hiram is honestly. I think my consulting services are just too good for these two. <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, and then we no. cut the Jelly Bean and Jughead for watching TV, and the Gurgle Gang comes barging in, and Jughead's like, "I'll protect you," and just pulls out a switchblade. And Gladys is like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Uh -huh. You just have a switchblade on you at all times?" And Jughead's like. Yeah, I'm a king, baby. Like, gotta be out here ready for assassins. <laughs> you wanna know how many women I skins with this? And she's like, uh, boy. Mm -hmm. First of all, you should be carrying a gun, not a knife. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> what has FB taught oh, you? God, yeah. <laughs> Can't have kids carrying yeah. guns. But of all, she also turns to the Guggle Gang being like, take all those fucking stupid ass masks, you idiots. And they're like, okay. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And then so out so Gladys has now recruited all the gargoyle gang to be part of the serpents. And Jughead's like, fuck, I hate this. And Gladys is like, 
You're going to do yeah. what I fucking say. Got it? And he's like, I Also, hate you, Kirk mom. says your new brother. Also, he's really sensitive. He's part of the green folk. He might be a hobgoblin. Don't mention it to him. He's sensitive <laughs> about that. <laughs> oh, my That's God. True. That's true. Yes. Uh, and then we cut to Betty, who can't get a hold of Martha so that she can tell Alice all the fucked up shit that the farm did to her. And Betty's like, your daughter drowned you, mom. Like, you got to get out of this. And Alice is like, no, Betty. I, I ascended. I was reborn. I have purpose. My purpose is to make your life a living hell. And Betty's like, and fuck, man. <laughs> like This yeah. scene makes me so mad when we find oh. out she was working for the fucking FBI this whole time. Her daughter right. is so traumatized and so in distress. Like, this is cruelty. I think the FBI I should take her kids away. Uh, it's yeah. This is at the point where Alice has become irredeemable. And now, honestly, yes. kind of taint season four for me because they make her seem like yes. a happy housewife. And you're like, you did this to your daughter. This is oh, yeah, so no. bad. I know. And you, did, and you, you know what? That one episode where they got therapy was not enough therapy. No, no. not at all. And this is like, I, I don't understand if they were going to do the FBI. I, clearly, they made it up as they went along. Because like they were like, oh, fuck, yes. we need to get them out of this situation. FBI! Because this would have been the time yep. Alice could have been like, honey, Charles. I've ascended into the ranks. I got to go in there. You don't have to yep. follow me, but I have to go. You know what I mean? Like, just like say something to reassure your your daughter who's so, dis she's so distressed by this. Yeah. Like, this is horrible. It's horrible. Betty owes her nothing. Betty doesn't have no. to, like, owes her nothing. I don't know. I think season four might have gradually messed this up because I don't think there's yeah. any turning back from this. There's no forgiveness for this. No. no. I'm so mad it's at crazy. this scene in retrospect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would need a lot of therapy. A lot. So much. And I don't even think therapy is going to solve this because in this case, it's more like, I think you need to cut this lady out of your life. She clearly doesn't care enough about you because she put her teenage daughter through all of this. Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, guys, that's the end of the episode. What a weird way to leave off on. Oh, we did it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh -huh. I know. Sorry. I, that scene makes me so mad. No. It's so mad. It's it so does. Dramatic. It's, it's the worst one. And it, you're true. it's true. It like kind of makes Alice. I mean, Alice already sold all of your money off to the farm. It, like funneled it all into the farm. Uh -huh. She drowned in front of you and you had to save her. And then she goes back to this farm. Like, oh, my God. And then she does even more stuff later. So it's like the FBI. So you're like, is it really the FBI? I don't know, man. This is like this is this would have been a scene that could have rescued it. It could have been like now, like Betty's so distressed. Like if you were a mother yes. and your daughter is this upset in front of you, like why wouldn't you be like, I have, I can't tell her all the details because yeah, I don't want to compromise myself. Charles also was manipulating her as well in a way. You know what I mean? Like I think Charles was like, don't tell her shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. but I feel like if they actually meant this to be a real plot line, like I would feel like at this point, yes. as the mother, you're like, my daughter's so distressed. This is so bad. I have to follow yes. through because I have to follow through because like I have to cover up the body. You know, I like there's the reasons, right? She's like, I have mm -hmm. to leave something for her. Like I can't just do this to you can't torture her like this. It's so bad. Yeah. I'm angry. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Me angry. I angry. I can't. <laughs> <Where's she's> angry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you won't like me when I'm angry. Now nah, you might. I don't know. I'm pretty inoffensive for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> like don't Just turn big or green. Yeah. Can't punch. No, not like Archie can. Can't punch. <laughs> not a bear. Famously not a bear. Mm. No matter how much you try. Famously just gazed into the eyes of a bear, but like other than that, yeah. like. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for our MVPs Friendship. and our favorite moments. So we're, we uh, name our favorite characters Yay. and our favorite moments. So my MVP is Alice, mm. obviously. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, listeners. No. Listeners, you can't see this, but they can on Skype. Here's me punching a pillow. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I retract. Uh, my, my MVP for this episode is obviously <laughs> Josie because she's the best one in this whole episode. Yes. She's great for Archie. Very yes. supportive. She's smart Pushes one. him to snap, new snap. heights that he didn't think he could achieve on his own. And my favorite moment of the whole episode is Hiram uh -huh. calling Ron into his office like a parent. Like, hey, Ron. Come over here for a second. I don't know why. It was such a little thing that I'm like, oh, that's exactly how my mom calls me into her office, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Candace? Um, okay, so my MVP was Josie, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. 
She's the smartest one, and she got hers. Yeah. And uh, um, and my favorite part was when Cheryl was just teaching all of the pretty poisons how to <laughs> use, uh, how to be archers, yeah. um, and uh, beat the shit out of swings. No, so mean, so mean. but so funny. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Forget. Um. I agree. I have a double. I have a double. Uh, 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 Josie for sure. Yes. Josie's great. Yeah. And all of her lines, gold. Love them all. Love how she's like. Oh, with that attitude, you're not gonna win. <laughs> and he's like, No, I'm gonna like great. All great. She's great. She's. But I also really love Gladys in this episode. Oh, like she's just so like. Okay. I love it. I like how she's coming here. Yes. She is like. She is the only adult who realizes these are children and she knows yep. how to win against kids she knows how to turn yep. kids she knows how to spin them she's like don't ch- chillax i got the ghoulies chillax i've got ron she's like on i'm a, a mom do you know that like are you guys moms <laughs> yeah she's like something birthed them in this world and i'm here to guide them you know what i mean i love it she's like she's yes. like a fun evil that i'm like i'm really glad they introduced because i think she's the wild card the season needed to really make it very fun um, and I also love the fact that she's just like, oh, all these kids are hot. They all look like what we used to look like when we were teens. Weird. Yeah. Hot teens. <laughs> you should all do each other. Um, not my favorite moment, though. My favorite moment is definitely Coldplay Drug Den. <laughs> just like. Coach just down there by himself. <laughs> listen to Coldplay. Just listening to that. I used to rule the world. And he's just like getting, just like hammering it up, playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it was all just doing yellow. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I love it. What an insane interpretation of Satanic Panic and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, like it's the most nerdiest thing, and like people are like, it's so real, my dude. Yeah, eighties is my dad. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I don't know. I I love the crap out of it. Yeah. I laughed really hard. Right. <laughs> I laughed really yeah. hard a lot in this episode. Actually, this episode it was, was wild. And that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> so see you for next week's episode. We do season three, episode fourteen. Fire walk with me, where Kevin walks over coals. Ooh, where Kevin walks over coals. I just Kevin walk over coals. I don't know. Might be mistaken. Someone, someone walks over coals. Someone <laughs> fire walks. It's Riverdale. Someone will be flaming in Riverdale. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right, stay for to that. Uh, where we do season three, episode fourteen. Fire walk with me. All right. Bye. Bye. Riverdale Rudes is hosted by Bridget Can, Candace Meeks, and Chris Middleton. You can find us on all social media at rdriverdale. If you want to support us, you can follow us on patreon.com slash rdriverdale. If you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at riverdalerudedudes at gmail.com. You better do it. <laughs> <laughs>